Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. You know, we want to show you something. Me and Kathy did a boardroom chat. It was so wonderful. And I asked people, what are you doing in, in these crazy times? Things have got crazy in the world. And you and I may be in it, but we don't have to be of it. I mean, the world is going to hell in a handbag. going slap nuts. People don't even know if they're male or female. My God. I mean, th this is just getting silly, isn't it? I mean, good God, man. It's crazy. You know that song, crazy. <laughs> Boy, I mean, it's applicable for today. So call a friend, tell them to turn the television on. They're going to be blessed. I want you to watch this. You're going to laugh. You're going to shout. You're going to have a good time. Watch this now. Have you noticed how crazy things are in the world today? I mean, flat it's, crazy. It's hard to not notice it. it makes me want to sing a country song, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's true. But you know what? What are you doing in crazy times? That'd be a good title. That is a good title. Well, let me show you what you should do. We're going to one of the uh, uh, teaching apostles in yeah. the Bible. Yeah. And that's uh, Apostle James. Wonderful. You know, I've always heard a piece. It's, you're in the world, but you don't have to be realize you're not of it. That's correct. Even though we're in it, we don't have to like have the crazy things in the world affect our lives. That's we right. live in the joy and the peace and the strength and the courage Amen. of God. And, you know, and when you understand that, it's every day, not just some days or not just Sunday. Yeah. It's every day. But don't, look what we're the, not affected by the world's message. That's right. You preach that, too. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Because, yeah. you know, because like, well, I'm not of this world. Right. You know, I, I'm an alien. Praise <laughs> God. Hallelujah. That's right. The Apostle James in chapter one says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings. Mm -hmm. Now, I just told you the world's crazy. Do you do this? My brethren, count it all joy. <laughs> Good God. When you fall into diverse temptations. Now, how can we count it all joy? Let's just be, let's just be honest here. Some of the stuff that's going on with political realm, we tempted to try to do something with it. I mean, what, 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 you, well, God, why don't you just take them out? Uh, Lord, uh, uh, curse them and, and all this kind of craziness, you know? And because it's so frustrating hmm. to see how easy a problem can be solved. But a lot of time, Washington, D.C. has become the problem yeah. instead of a problem solver. Yeah, it's frustrating when you see how that you know, problem can be solved. Like oh, yeah. Said, but they're not doing the things that need to be done to fix it. Like the energy problem could be solved. We wouldn't have to have $5 ga gas. And, all and I know you want clean energy. So do I. But, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You know, when a baby's born, uh, you, uh, Jody wasn't 20 years old when she was born. She was a baby. So you have to grow. So you have to use things until you can get where you're supposed to get. He says, count it all joy. And that's verse two. Mm -hmm. When you fall into diverse temptations. Now watch this. Now in the King James, old King James, that's a semicolon. That means that's not the end of the sentence. Right. Knowing this, knowing what? That the trying of your faith worketh patience. So you can't count it all joy till you know this. That the trying of your faith Work at patience. Mm -hmm. Then he says, let patience have its perfect, perfect word right. or matured work right. that you may be perfect. Watch this. Matured, entire, wanting, not needing, hmm. wanting nothing. Now I want you to read that in the Amplified 
and maybe a couple of other translations. Well, the Amplified says, uh, verse 2, you mean? Start from the beginning, James. Okay, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes scattered abroad among the Gentiles in the disperse, dispersion. Greetings, jo rejoice. This is the Amplified. Okay. Consider it wholly joyful, my brethren, whenever you are in, enveloped in or encounter trials of any sort or fall into various temptations. Be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. But let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. Now see, that's lacking nothing. How many of you lack finances today? How many of you lack healing today? I mean, my Lord, think about that. Lacking nothing. Mm -hmm. That means you get up every morning and you're happy. You get up every morning and you're feeling good. You get up every morning and your wallet's full. You get up every morning and you go do what you got to do and come back and you're still just as happy. That's, that, see, if Satan had any sense, he wouldn't give you all this trouble because the trying of your faith is working patience, and then faith and patience is working so that you be lacking nothing. Right. Listen to how it says it in the Message Bible, verse okay. two, beginning in verse 2. It says, consider it a sheer gift, friends, oh, when, <laughs> when like tests that. and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith, li faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. That's my whole point, see? And a lot of people are not saying, do you like that? But no, I don't like trials and different things of that nature. But I realize, I said, Satan. Well, I'll say it like, you know, if Satan wouldn't mess with people, most people go to hell by themselves, Kathy, <laughs> through complacency. Yeah. But he's pushing you toward God, and you don't even realize it or know it. So people say, but Jesse, you know, you don't look like you need that. Don't need a thing. You know why? Because of my faith. Yeah, it's been tried through trials, tribulations, tests, temptation. And, and I like the Amplified. It used the word endurance. Is that right? Yeah, it said endurance. Read that, uh, verse 2 and verse, verse 3 again verse, in Amplified. Okay, it's verse 3. It says, be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. Ooh. But let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be, uh, may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. So endurance, steadfast, and patience. Yes. Look what verse 12 says. Blessed is the man that endureth. It didn't say enjoyeth. No. Mm -hmm. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Hmm. Good Lord. Read that in Amplified. And then read that in the message. Well, I have uh, the Passion Translation okay, here. Passion I'd like to, to read it in verse 12. It says, if your faith remains strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will continue to experience the untold blessings of God. Praise True God. happiness comes as you pass the test with faith and receive the victorious crown of life <laughs> promised to every lover of God. That's, that that's, that's powerful. I mean, I, I mean, that. think about that. I mean, do, do you understand that you are success going somewhere to succeed? Satan is a failure going somewhere to fail. That's exactly. He's been failing since the day he got thrown out of heaven, failing, failing, and, and awaiting confinement. He's been tried, 
sentence and my God be thrown in the lake of fire? Who Jesus. But you know, if you don't pay attention to him, I mean, I, no matter what he does, he may try to get you face, eh, a demon or whatever. You know, I just don't pay attention to that. Right. I just go on about my father's business. Mm -hmm. You see, when you understand that, see, so I, I realize that, I, like I said earlier, I'm a success going somewhere to succeed. So when hard times come, and they do, I think, my God, I'm about ready to get some more. Mm -hmm. I'm about ready to be blessed more in the city, yeah, really? in the field, going in and going That's out. That's right. Go the hard times that, that we encounter are, are tactics of the devil, strategies of the devil to get us off focus. Because God has a plan for our lives and we need to stay focused on it rather than the distractions that come in. That's really what the things in the world that are going on. They have a voice trying to tell us you're not going to succeed. You're not going to make it. You're not going to have enough food. You're not going to have enough gas. That's you're not going to have enough of anything that you need to survive in life. But God's word says he, you can do all things through Amen. Christ. He supplies all your need through his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. So we need to keep our focus on God so that when the trials and temptations, temptations come, we can actually, like you said, win the prize, get that crown Amen. and succeed in every area of life. So you could say if you focus on your priority, you eliminate all your confusion. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you something, Kathy. I don't know if you can maybe put you on the spot. Maybe uh, if you can think of a trial or a tribulation that brought the crown of life to you after you was tried and your faith worked and you got Can you remember any time when you were going through something tough, but all of a sudden uh, when the, 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 the faith was proved and tested and you received the answer over and above and beyond? Can you remember any particular incident? Specific thing. Oh, there's so many. I could just stop and think, you know, things where I believe God for my own personal healing it was a small thing in my life, like but I had a bent. lump on my, bump on my <laughs> wrist. And I remember using it as, as a, as a uh, proving ground, I guess, to myself that I could put the word of God to work. Tell the people about the bump. We, we, we love <laughs> Clouseau. Instead of saying bump, he's going, what's the, the bump? bump? What is that the bump on your head? <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> what happened with the bump? Well, it just showed up and it just wouldn't go away. And I remember- It was uh, about the size of this. It huh? was actually bigger than this bone on the, on the side of yeah. my wrist. And, and it was there and I was just ignoring it. You know, I prayed, but I kind of just didn't pay much attention to it. You know, because that's what a lot of people do. They ignore a situation. But God doesn't want us to ignore it. He wants us to attack it Amen. with words of faith. And so I remember praying and, and searching out the word about healing, praying for it for myself. So, so often I was praying for other people, right. ignoring things that were going on in myself. So I remember take, using that as a, as a point of contact. And I looked at it one day. And in fact, I was in church worshiping the Lord and it caught my attention because it was something I didn't want to even look at. And I didn't like other people to look at it because I didn't want them to notice it. Then I'd have to just, you know, start making excuses. Right. And so I remember one day I was in church and the Lord told me, uh, Kathy, when I heal you of that, because he knew I was praying and believing, no one will know because you never have told anyone. So it's important to tell someone what you're Amen. believing, but you got to choose who you are. So anyway, the, I was in church and I turned around and faced the lady in behind me in church. And I said, hey, I just want to let you know, I want to show you uh, this lump here. I said, it's, it, this is uh, temporary, subject to change by the word of God. The word of God's eternal. Amen. And I look not at the things that are seen. I'm looking at the things that are eternal. And what's not seen is the word of God. It's faith. My faith is, is attacking this lump and one day it'll be gone. And I just want to let you know. And she just stared at me. <laughs> the boop was, she stared at me and she really didn't say anything. I didn't know how she received it, but I just was obedient to what God Amen. told me to do. I forgot about it. Six months later, I'm in church again, same church, um, uh, and, and I looked at my wrist 
and I noticed the lump was gone. It just all of a sudden, I don't know if it had disappeared immediately or it just I just forgot about it and went right. on. And believed God. And so I remember looking at it that day in church and noticed it was it was it was totally gone. And so I turned around and I told her, and happened to be that same lady was sitting Amen. right behind me. And I said, I just want to show you that that remember that lump I told you about that was in my wrist? It's totally gone. And she just her eyes were wide open and she told me, Kathy, you don't know this. That day she told me. Uh, but I'm a nurse and I've seen those before and I know those don't just usually go away and many times they come back. Mm -hmm. And so she, she just... And you've never got it back. It's never come back. How many and years that's ago probably, that? That's been over 35 years. Yeah. 30, over it, 35 see, years. Maybe 40 years ago. So, but she made up her mind to, to, to let, her, let your faith work. And I remember it making a big impact. I remember my mama even noticed it. And she says, Kathy, why don't you take care of that? Because, you know, you could cut it yeah. out. It was not a big deal And there's deal nothing to wrong with going to the doctor and have and that so, done. And so I remember telling her specifically, well, you know, I could do that, Mom, but I'm using my faith on this. I'm going to strengthen. I'm just going to use this as, as a way to grow my faith. You know, and you need to do that. You need to apply the word to things as they come up instead Amen. of just ignoring them. And there will be times where the Lord will lead you to go to a surgeon or go to do some other things. But it's following your heart, listening to the Holy Spirit. And that's one thing that I can point to that said Amen. that was a little a trial, but it wasn't a ma massive one like many things many people encounter. But it, it showed but how it, your faith worked. It's, it was a it was I was practicing. You was practicing. <laughs> you see, now a lot of people say, "Well, I, I don't want to do that." Do you think it? If you if you got a question, well, I don't know if that'll work. Then you need some wisdom. Well, I remember telling my mom and, and thinking, you know, I'm going to learn on this because if something else bigger would attack me, I'll have to learn and apply the same things. That's the right. same principles that apply right. uh, for anything that you're believing for in the Word of God work. You believe it in your heart, you say it with your mouth, and, you, and it'll come to pass. Well, you know, a lot of people say, well, how do I get it to work? Well, I'll show you how you get it to work. See, verse 5, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That give it to all men or people liberally and upbraided it not, and it shall be given him. Read that in the Amplified or Passion or whatever the you got. Amplified Bible says, if any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God. Who the gives giving to, God, I like that. Who gives everyone liberally, who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproaching or fault finding, and it will be given him. Woo! Now you see, God can't lie. How do I know that? Psalms 89, 34. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. See, so I don't know why people get mad at me because when I, what I confess, I possess. I did, right. I did one of those on the faith, the facts. What I confess, I possess. Well, my God, I don't think you ought to have that. Well, God said if I lack wisdom, and I asked him, I said, I need this wisdom on this. He said, well, I'll give it to you. You got to ask. You got to ask. But and look, then you got to believe. Right. And the next verse tells you how you ask. In the Amplified, it says, only it must be in faith that he asks. Right. With no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. Or no time frame. That's true. You could say the same thing like that. No yeah. limits. Yeah, no limits. For the one who wavers, hesitates, doubts, is like the billowing surge out at sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything he asks for from the Lord. See, that's my whole point. And you know, I'm going to say this. And you might, if you've been to some of my meetings, you've probably heard me say this many times. I have to watch what I say because I get it spiritually, <laughs> physically, financially. Every area of my life is blessed. I just turned 73 no more than a few days ago. And, you know, people say, well, you know, you know, they look at me and say, well, your eyebrows are getting You wide. got a lot of nice comments from people. Yeah, but one of my posts. gifts, somebody, <laughs> I'll keep their name private. 
uh, they gave me some uh, aging cream. <laughs> So, anti-aging. Anti -aging. You don't want to age. I don't know what it is. Put it on your face. I ain't used it. You should. I, well, let me tell you what. I earned these cracks. These are not wrinkles. These are cracks. You see, look at that. That's a crack. I earned them babies. So every time I look at myself, I say, I'm still here. Praise God. I earned it all. I'm not ashamed of getting older. I'm not trying to beat the time clock. And let me tell you why. Nothing wrong with facelifts, whatever you want to do, that's fine. That's right. Is, you know, that, that, so don't get on the minds of that. The reason why, I'm, I don't worry, because I realize without a shadow of a doubt that I'm an eternal being. That's right. I'm dealing, see, Jesse the planet is spirit. You are, I am Spirit, housing a soul, clothed in a body, and I'm gonna get a new body. So look at me, because one day, you ain't gonna see these cracks. <laughs> And I, and I may not have white hair, I don't know. I may go back to dark chocolate brown like I always talked about. <laughs> but I, I don't care. Right. See, because when you understand, and how do you know that? Wisdom. Any man like wisdom, let him ask of God. And I realize that I know, my, I know my past, I know my present, but what's greater than past or present, I know my future. For I know in whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded. Now, you cannot change my mind on that. If you tell me that faith stuff don't work, I said, no, you've never worked faith. Yeah, they come too late. Yeah, you fight faith instead of fighting the good fight of faith. Right. See, that's the difference. So when I see that, so I laugh and I saw it. They said, no, you ought to use it. You, know, you, got, you, got, you got wrinkles here. I said, so what? I mean, you know, but I appreciate that people want me to look good. I guess. I don't know. Whatever. I just made up my mind. That, and I see some people really going through some hard times. They sweat how they look. They worry about it. Yeah, I mean, they go too far the women worry about stuff. They worry about their arms. Well, my arms are getting big. So they cover them. <laughs> I don't know what of them. Man, if I had an arm as big as some of these women, I'd be going around flexing, man. <laughs> you know? But it doesn't make any difference because that's, your arm is not who you are. You said who you are is Christ in you, the hope of glory, who filled your spirit. With all this kind of power. So count it all joy when the cracks come. <laughs> you know, that's kind of silly. I know that. But the point is to fight the good fight of faith in every area of your life. Like I said, if you need wisdom in a situation, ask God. God said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. I mean, my Lord, wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. And you see, when you, you have wisdom, you know how to work your faith without wavering. You know what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. Remember, you don't have to let the craziness of this crazy world affect you. God wants you to live in peace and in strength and in courage. I'm telling you, I mean, God has done some wonderful things. All we got to do is believe it. Just simply believe what he says. Milo, you know, half the craziness I hear on television, I don't want to believe any of that junk. You never know what's going to happen. Always keeping people in a turmoil. Well, meteorologists do that. Oh, you know, you know, people all stirred up. You know, and a lot of times what they say don't even come to pass. And you're worried about nothing. Isn't that the craziest thing you ever heard of in your life? So I, it, it's amazing, but you're going to be all right because God's on your side. I thank all of you that sent in these great questions. And I got a great one from a person named Lynn. They write this. Can you please tell me the most important step to becoming debt free? Lynn, are you ready? Believe that you can be debt free. 
That in itself is the biggest step. Once you believe that you can, you will become debt free. All that other stuff will all just get in line and fall like a barricade just jumping. You know what I'm saying? You got to believe that you can. See, you're looking at the debt and you're thinking, God, it's just too insurmountable. I, I, I got too deep in it. See, that's what you got to quit believing. That once you believe that you can, God will give you insights and concepts and ideas how to get rid of debt, to be completely debt free. And watch this. He won't stop there. And if you believe it, not only will he get you debt free, the amount of money you were in debt, you can have that too. And put that in some bank somewhere if you want to. But you've got to believe that you can. Why? Because you're not by yourself in this situation. God says, owe no man anything but to love him. So he's on your side. I like answering that question. Kathy's coming right now with some great glorious moments. I love the name of that, glorious moment, because they are glorious, people being blessed. Kathy, take it away. Bless God, bless the people, and bless me. Hello, I hope that you're encouraged as much as I am by the precious testimonies like this one from about one of our youngest viewers. It says, thank you for your teachings and messages. My family has been watching you on YouTube and now on your app. We are applying what we've learned to our lives, having faith and believing in God's blessings. I recently found out that our five-year-old grandson has downloaded some of Jesse's sermons onto his iPad. When asked what he's watching, he just says, I'm listening to Jesse. It's just Jesse. <laughs> what a wonderful blessing. We knew he would watch them with us, but now he's watching on his own. We wanted to share what a blessing you are to us and how you have reached our five-year-old grandson and made quite the impression on him. God bless you. You know, it's awesome that God is using our ministry to reach the next generation with the gospel. And this summer, we will be traveling to Italy, Denmark, Switzerland, and South Africa to preach the gospel. And we are expecting many glorious moments in the service. However, we are not alone as we go out in the world. God sees all of our faithful partners that send us with his message of hope. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 through 15 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. You know, every meeting, television broadcast, social media post, ministry product, and monthly magazine is made possible by the generosity of our partners. Together we are reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time. I hope that you're enjoying the broadcast and that we're going to see you when we go over there to meetings in Europe. We're looking forward to God doing great things in your life. Let me know what God is doing in your life and so that I can share with the world about our glorious God. God bless you. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. You know, I'm so excited about my May product offer. I love this book. It's got such revelation. I never learned to doubt. 
I know nothing of doubt. Listen, doubt puts the limits on you, but faith opens up the impossible. You become unlimited. You can order this book by going to jdm.org. That's our website. I'm telling you, it will help you and minister greatly to you, and I mean that sincerely. I hope you enjoyed today's program because I enjoy coming into people's homes. I've been doing it so long, over 47 years preaching this gospel. (laughs) My God, and it's just such a blessing. And God is doing so many wonderful things. And I hope this this program encouraged you. I had a man say, you're such an encourager. Well, my God, I've been discouraged before. And I said, I'm never going to discourage people. I am going to encourage them. Partners, I want to thank you for supporting this ministry. All these years, you have been so faithful. You have encouraged me in the Lord. I mean, my God, I have stepped out out of the boat of religion and get on that water. And I want to tell you something. People say, boy, but just you walk through deep waters. I never walk through deep waters. I walk on top of deep waters. I'm not going, I'm not going to go through the restriction where I can get on the top and go faster. That's God's word, see? And that's what it's all about. So thank you for supporting this ministry. Your faithful financial support is so marvelous. And we ask the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry. Give us a soul, every euro, every pound, because we're literally all over the world. And God is just doing great and marvelous things. So thank you, partner. If you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. And let me tell you why. Because the anointing of increase is on me. Do you understand? It's on me. I don't charge churches when I go. I pay all these expenses myself. I may receive an offering, but not to meet my expenses. I'll put that offering toward a project. I sow seed constantly. And that's why I'm a blessed man. I want you blessed. The hundredfold anointing is on me. It's on me, ladies and gentlemen, and I want it to come upon you. So thank you, partners. And I thank you. And I tell you what, when you finish watching this program, Jesse and the planners will be going somewhere to get somebody saved because you sent me. So thank you for being a partner to this ministry. Don't miss next week. I got a great sermon call. You do not have a shelf life. You know, a lot of things have shelf lives. Well, you do not have one. You don't want to miss that next week. Until next week, Jesse the Planner saying, I love you. I appreciate you. You'll never be a day without prayer. God bless. I am so excited about our May partner offer, The Wrong Man with the Right Stick. I want to tell you something. This will change your life. It will open your mind to receive things, and it'll answer questions why sometimes things don't work. You need to get it. Go to jdm.org. You'll be blessed. It's our May partner offer, The Wrong Man with the Right Stick. Get it today. You'll learn something. Okay? See ya. Did you know angels are real and many of them are here today? God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. This year is going to be about keeping the faith no matter what. 
Faith is not the work of a moment, but of a lifetime. And remind yourself that everything is yours. Make that your inward vision. All of God's promises are yours by faith. And it's all up to you to keep it. Stay the course and keep the faith. Remember, if you keep the faith, everything is yours. See, a shaft life means that it's finished to throw it away. No, we never lose what God has ordained. See, you do not have a shelf life. So a lot of people ask me time, when are you going to retire? <laughs> I don't have a shelf life. I'll do this till Jesus come or to the last breath of my body. It doesn't make any difference. And then I really start preaching in the, in the eternity of eternities. Because then I can travel the universe.